Hello, everybody, and welcome into another episode of the Damn Good Dogcast. I am your host, Dylan, and we have another special edition of the Damn Good Dogcast today, a segment that we like to call Damn Good Dogs, where we shed light on some of the finest student-athletes here at UGA. Today, we have two very special guests. Uh, they've just recently wrapped up a very successful season. They finished with a record of 29-9-2, and and they placed fourth in their league. So, from the UGA men's hockey team, please welcome Zach Maurer and Sam Adler. Hello, hello. Thank you for having us. Yeah, of course. Thank you guys for coming. We, we really enjoy having guys on. So, Yeah, so uh, why don't you guys go ahead by uh, starting starting with uh, telling us about yourselves. Yeah, sure. Uh, my name is Sam Adler. I'm from Michigan originally, and then I moved down to Atlanta with my family in eighth grade. And then uh, the Ice Dogs, great hockey team, and obviously a pretty unbeatable school to go to in-state and get the best of everything. Hell so yeah. I was happy to go here, and that was kind of always my goal, to uh, be able to end up here and play and be a part of Athens in the, the school. Yeah, uh, I'm Zach Maurer, uh, senior year, will be a fifth year, uh, no JD, we're stats majors together. Um, so yeah, started playing hockey when I was a lot younger, and then uh, played growing up, uh, played in Georgia basically all my life, double A, and then, you know, I came here after going to GCSU for a little bit, and then been on the dogs ever since, and having a great time, and it's good. it's a good hockey team, it's a good time. So how did you end up growing up playing hockey in Georgia of all places? <laughs> yes, yes, kind of interesting. So my both my parents are Canadian, um, and so I guess the only reason why you know they remotely introduced me to the sport was because they're from Canada. I mean, my dad played growing up. He played uh, juniors. My mom actually played too, um, and so they moved down here, and then uh, I was born in Georgia, and then uh, I don't know. I think my dad had the, had the sport on TV at some point, and I was just like, hey, Dad, like, I want to play that. Like, that looks fun. He's like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then, so, yeah, just kind of kind of went from there. Started playing. Just in the bloodline. <laughs> literally in the bloodline. Yeah. yeah. Uh, piggybacking on that, everybody that I met in Atlanta playing hockey, it was always their parents from the north. Yeah. <laughs> a lot totally. of transfers. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say. Yeah. I was going to say, being from Michigan, it makes a lot of sense that you grew up playing hockey. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what part yeah. of Michigan are you from? Lansing, right in the middle. Okay. Capital, yeah, where Michigan State is. Gotcha. I'm from Ohio originally. So. Cool. I played uh, some hockey up there, junior hockey in Columbus. Okay. I'm not too far from there. So. Okay. Yeah, he's an Ohio State fan, so if you're a Michigan fan, y'all won't get along. Yeah. No, no, in Lansing, we liked MSU, Michigan State. Ah, okay. See, so that's, we both hate it, Michigan. Yeah. Yes. So <laughs> that's bearable. We'll <laughs> get along very well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, what positions do you guys play? I'm a winger, forward, yeah. Uh, yes, I think I'm a winger. It kind of like, <laughs> kind of weird. Uh, towards the beginning of the season, I was a center, but uh, ended up playing winger, so I guess, I guess winger as well. Yeah. Uh, so, like, uh, uh, you said you went to GCSU first and then came to UGA. Yeah. Uh, so were you recruited to GCSU first and then decided to transfer or? Yeah. So uh, funny thing is, is that so I, you know, applied to Georgia, you know, out of high school, got, you know, deferred and then denied, whatever. And then I went to GCSU. GCSU, unfortunately, doesn't have a hockey team. Um, and so, you know, for a year and a half, I never touched the ice. Like I, I didn't think I was going to play again. And then, uh, got in here, transferred in started talking to the coach and then just kind of went from there. So yeah, no, no recruiting for any hockey teams in Millersville, Georgia, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And how about you, Sam? Um, I knew I always wanted to play hockey at college and it was kind of one of those things where if I didn't go to UGA, I would have gone somewhere else. Cause I always wanted to play hockey. Um, but it worked out, you know, talked to the coach and was able to, Come here and play here. So it's been it's been great. So what's been your guys's uh, favorite experience at UGA, non sports related? 
Ooh. <laughs> I, I got to go with uh, semifinal this year in the football uh, playoffs. We were in town for New Year's, and it was an unreal. Best fan experience I've ever had. Oh, yeah. Sandbar, you know, yes. clock striking midnight just as we uh, yep. score that touchdown, win the game. Yeah, I guess missed, they missed a field goal. At well, you they know, you know what they goal. said. Yeah. The, you know what they said about that game. The, the ball dropped at midnight. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was insane because like I thought we were totally gonna lose, and then you know like they like missed the field goal or something like that. So we wait, had all were we the, playing? We were playing, right? We were watching that game. Yeah, yeah. We had all the <laughs> we had all the hockey stupid. guys there. I mean, we were. It was so funny. I mean, guys were kissing each other on the cheek. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was, yeah see. See, being on the other side of that, as an Ohio State fan, I, I was just, like, hands on knees that whole last drive. I was like, if we win this game, like, we're not even supposed to be here. If we win this game, this is crazy. And then Noah Ruggles misses, like, the only field goal he misses all season, and I just, I just dropped my head. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was such a good game, and I'm glad that that's one of your finest memories because that's one of mine as well. So. <laughs> yeah. It was sweet, too, because, you know, we're – Athletic podcast. It was all the hockey guys were there, and it's definitely a memory that we, you know, got to have as a team. Which it was is a cool to root on the other sports. Yeah. yeah. So speaking of the hockey team, you guys like just went to nationals, but obviously, like we've had tests and stuff in some of our classes. Like, how do you balance your life as a student and an athlete? I mean, it's just like I mean, we we practice, you know, one two times a week. But what really gets you is, you know, when we're when we have frequent games, we're usually out of town for a lot of it. Um, I mean, I know we were out of town three weekends. How many, how many games in a row did we play? So this semester, we, semester, yeah. the first eight weekends, we played seven of them, and I think yeah. we are on the road for five. Yeah. Wow. And a, a lot of those are, you know, Thursday afternoon yeah. or Thursday morning departure, and then you get back late Sunday. Yeah. Yes. So, can be can be very brutal. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But a lot of the, yeah. you know, the guys are in the same boat. I mean, you'll study in the hotel. Yeah. You know, everybody – Everybody makes it work, and you don't you don't hear really much complaining. You don't hear guys saying, "Oh, I wish we, you know, were at home." Yeah, have a test. Like I think everyone's, you know, we all love playing hockey, so yeah, we don't mind. Uh, and like you find a way if you really want to do it. You know, I mean, you let your teachers know in advance. You take the quiz early. I mean, I mean, you can do homework on the bus. I mean, it's a long bus ride. We've been fortunate enough to have a bus too. Uh, two seasons I've been with the dogs. Two seasons we've had a bus. Good travel accommodations. So. And uh, our head coach was, like, really accommodating as well towards our school. Uh, you know, if we, you know, sent him a message, hey, can't make practice tonight, got a huge test tomorrow, he, he understands well. Um, and so, I mean, it wasn't the easiest every single time, but, I mean, you find a way to make it work. You love the game, and, you know, you're, you're there to play hockey, so you find a way to make it work. Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those, like, you do what you got to do, right? <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's either that or fall behind, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. yeah. You uh, you guys, beat it. we have a lot of guys in Terry, a lot of finance majors specifically, so that's yeah. kind of fun because a lot of you're in the same boat. You know, you put your schedules together. And yeah. You kind of make it happen together. Yeah, that's true. It's, it's kind of funny because, like, sometimes, like, um, you know, again, a lot of guys are finance in Terry, so, like, if there's a huge accounting test or something, like, it's pretty funny because, like, six guys might not be at practice. Mm. <laughs> it's, very, it's very noticeable. We're like, okay, now we know the Terry exam schedule because we're not there. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so. so what made you guys pick the majors you guys pick? Like, Zach, you chose uh, stat or stat and math? Stats and, and financial math, yeah. And then you chose finance? Yeah. Yeah, you can go first, Sam. Uh, yeah, uh, my dad's a financial advisor, um, and it's kind of just always the plan. Like at a young age, you know, I like business and just kind of my mind kind of worked like that. So it was kind of, it was easy. I don't, I don't think I ever thought about doing anything else. Yeah. I'd say Sam is probably the smartest, like probably finance guy that I've ever met ever. 
That's uh, not a compliment coming from a stat person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that's not true. So no, you dude. guys could just wipe that from the. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but uh, yeah, so stats and financial math for me. Um, so at GCSU, I was an accounting major uh, because I didn't have a finance major. And I always knew I loved finance. Like I entered into something called the Southeastern Hedge Fund Competition. Um, it's basically you make a trading strategy, you see how it does, whatever. Um, and, you know, I left GCSU to come to UGA because of the finance major at UGA. Uh, but then when I got here, took the uh, qualifying accounting entrance exam. Uh, which, you know, you have to take if you're transferring in. And I, like, failed it. <laughs> and it was the hardest thing ever. Despised it. Um, and so I'm like, I'm not doing any more accounting for the rest of my life. And then just, you know, kind of chose like more of, like, a quant finance route, I guess. Because, you know, you can still get to a finance job just a little differently, just without the accounting, which was huge. So... Well, I think it actually works out because my mom was an accountant. And oh, nice. Because she, she thought, oh, I love math, so I'll go into accounting. That'll incorporate the two, and it, yeah. it, it doesn't. Like, accounting is oh, just, so tough. Like, memorization and formulas and all oh, that. Oh, yeah. And very little actual math. And oh, stuff. yeah. <laughs> and what it's funny. One of the uh, internships I had, they had an accounting guy there. Um, it was a wealth management firm. And, like, he worked so hard. Like, this guy worked his butt off and grinded and uh yeah it's just you know it was it was very difficult so mad props to anybody out there in that career profession i just i just couldn't do it so yeah i mean i couldn't either <laughs> oh, dude, it's insane yeah it's insane like can't do it so what are your guys's favorite nhl teams well judging from the toronto maple leaf shirt i'm wearing i guess <laughs> i have to go with the toronto maple leafs worst team to cheer for at all you know ever but well it's, your it's parents okay. are canadian so i guess it makes sense dude, <laughs> yes they are but dude, it sucks that you have the least sam see me ran about them so many times like it's 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 so brutal we'll be up was it three games none against the bruins last playoff run yeah. and then bruins came back beat us out four three and it sucks so it is what it is i'm a detroit fan so i when i was young we had a great run we made 27 straight playoffs so from birth to 14, 15, I saw him in the playoffs. It's been a rough five years since then, but we're hanging on. We're getting yeah. better. Dylan Larkin's still there. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah, still cooking. We're, we're building for sure. We'll yeah. Good team. You guys got Mantha, too. a few other guys. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I don't follow the NHL much, but I understand because, I mean, I'm a Broncos fan. We had great, like, my entire life, and then oh, yeah. these last seven years have just been horrendous. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You yeah. kind of have a mix on the hockey team. You have some guys that are just, like, eat, sleep, and breathe NHL, and they yes. love it. Then you have a lot of guys who are kind of like, you know, I've played it my whole life. Like, I, you know, we either watch something else. You know, they follow other leagues. So you have a good combination of that on yeah. the team. Yeah. 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 yeah, and that's something I never, like, realized until I played one year of junior college football and then I was talking to people and they're like oh no I don't watch the NFL and stuff and I was like really I was like then why do you play yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I'm um, one of the uh, I love the playoffs but I don't I don't get into the regular season and one time yeah. I had one of the guys on the team over and he's from Dallas so I put on the Stars game but then I was kind of thinking I think he's one of the guys that isn't really into hockey Watching it, obviously we love playing it. So I looked at him like, "Did you follow the NHL?" I was like, "No, I hate watching." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me, me too. Let's put on college basketball. <laughs> Wait, which one? Which one was it? Uh, Luke Burnett. Bernie. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. he's one of our best defensemen. Oh yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, kids so, fast too. Yeah. So, what's your guys' favorite memory at UGA hockey related? Yeah, uh, I think we probably say the same one. Uh, SEC championship last year. Uh, won the title, beat FAU, who was ranked ahead of us. That was sweet. It was insane. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, just unbeatable. It's one of the sports, you know, it's, you guys, you know, you played it, 
you know, it's it brings out something special to, you know, devote your yourself to a cause like that, leave it all out there. So to celebrate that together after doing that, it was it was great. Yeah, and just the bond that you feel with these guys after you did something like that because, you know, in those 60 minutes of playing, I mean, you're you're selling out for everything. Like, you're selling out to block a shot. You don't care if it hits your head. Like, you don't care if it hits your back. It's whatever. Like, you're doing what you got to do to win, and everybody's on that same page. And so, like, you know, when we did pull it off, it was an incredible feeling. Like, it was just, we all throw our helmets in the air, gloves, sticks, see you later. And, then, you know, it was, it, was, it was really special. It was really, really special. Because FAU was a really good team. They still are. I mean, still a decent team. I mean, we, we kicked their ass this season. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, it was, that was really cool. It was a really cool experience. Yeah, it's, with them still being in the NCAA basketball tournament, we we can't yeah. inform. Even <laughs> I mean, we brutal. Yeah, we we can't stand that school. <laughs> no, we can't. We do not like that school. Yeah, a lot of beef there. But but I was like, obviously, getting that upset. Uh, you guys might understand how like uh, Princeton and FDU feel uh, making that run in March Madness. Or well, FDU lost now, but Princeton had what back to back upsets. Yeah, like, yeah, back to back. Oh yeah, it's yeah. way more fun as the underdog. It means so much more. Um, we had that opportunity at nationals. We ended up losing in the quarterfinals this year, but we had number one in our group, and only the group winner got out. So Sunday in yep. overtime at nationals, we got to knock off the number one team in the country. Yeah, and that was that was awesome. Oh yeah, and I'm, I was following that game. You guys were like down two zero going into the third period. Were you? I, yeah, like, I think we were the reverse uh, actually. Oh oh oh, uh, we sorry. Up. Yeah, yeah, we were up. We uh, were up two zero, and then we started up. choking. And uh, then they came back. And then we, yeah, we won in overtime. Yeah. Oh, okay, when I was following, I thought it was the other way around. You guys made like this incredible comeback. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that'd that, be that, sweet. But. Uh, that'd be sweet. Yeah, that was that was a crazy time, man. Because overtime and Evan Parente, new player on the team, you know, really talented kid, and like it was just like it was just kind of crazy. He just wanted the puck more, beat the beat their defenseman to the puck, and then just just shot it in. It was insane. Oh yeah, it was it was <laughs> it was a really cool. The experience. way the uh, the rules worked is that. We had the tiebreaker, and it would have yeah. ended as a tie in the group stage, and then we would have advanced after the tie. Yeah. So in overtime, we were kind of clamping down, playing a little defense towards the end, just trying to get the tie and get out of there. And the puck just flies out there, and he mm-hmm. had a few good strides left in him. We were dead by then, but he got there and put it away. Oh, yeah. And the crazy thing was that in like a minute and a half in the overtime, um, we actually almost lost. You remember when they almost yeah, scored on yeah, us yeah. there? He won't mind us telling it because he got the winner and he played great the whole weekend. A golden but, child. But uh, yeah. he, he's freshman. He's We're out there for shift, and he turns it over. Brutal turnover. Brutal. Um, they get it wide open in front of our goalie. Ryan Testino bails us out, bails him out. But it, it all ended well. He got the game winner, and he had two that day. So yeah, and it we didn't c- matter. But yeah, yes. we thought we thought we had blown it again. Thirty seconds in. Oh yeah, that <laughs> was that was yeah, that was almost bad. And then we always called him, uh, you know, um, we always called him the golden child, right? And so <laughs> like you know, after he scored that OT winner, we're like, it is solidified that you are the golden child from this. Point <laughs> on. He's like, got flowing blonde hair, and he's a young freshman, the youngest guy on the team. So yeah. like, the golden child nickname. Yeah, we'd tease him when he was, you know, if he wasn't having a good day or. He was losing in poker, especially. Yeah. We'd, call, we'd call him the bronze child. Yeah. You know? We'd knock him down to bronze. Yeah, yeah. It, just, it just fits, doesn't it? it yeah. Fits. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was like, for me, uh, growing up a football fan because of the Remember the Titans. Whenever somebody had like the long blonde hair, it was always sunshine. Like, yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. He was uh, it's, he was the best player on that team, and he ended up going to play at school. I think he went to Tennessee. The uh, sunshine did. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of funny. Looking up where those guys ended up from that team. Mm. Um, 
So, like, uh, before a match, uh, what's your go-to playlist? Well, I think Sam's got to be Cinderella, man. Yeah, we were talking about Little White Hair. <laughs> yeah. From Michigan, Eminem's big, like, called following out of Detroit. And I still listen to Cinderella, man, before every game. And then I like uh, like Big Gangsta by, uh, <laughs> who is that? Uh, Kevin Gates. Yeah. <laughs> Gangsta. Let's go. <laughs> I love that. What about you, Zach? Um... I don't know, like just like a lot of like a lot of rap, I guess. Like I love Lil Baby, I love Drake. Um what's there's this like one specific song. Uh Wants wait, is it called Wants and Needs? Is that the Drake? Yeah. 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 That one's a big one. Love love that one. Uh that's a good know. one. That's a great choice. It's a solid one, right? Well, but I kind of random, but I really want to go to like an underground rap concert. <laughs> oh <laughs> dude. I see. I want to do the same. Right? Yeah, like the right? smaller venues are so much better. Right? Oh, yeah. Like so I would I would hurt. love to go see Kendrick and Baby Keem or Drake in like one of the big venues in Atlanta. Yeah. But yeah. you could go see one of these smaller artists in Atlanta and the experience is ten times oh, better. Oh yeah. In high school we were obsessed with this guy named Mir Fontaine. Uh, out of Camden, New Jersey, and we were probably 16, 17, and he was coming down to Atlanta and just playing in some bar, and it was like $10 general admission. That's sick. But, you know, we we couldn't do it. We didn't. We weren't, <laughs> we weren't brave enough at that age. Was that the guy that, that has that song? He's like, back down the river. Yes, like, down yeah. by the river. Down um, by, yes. By Vera Fontaine. Yes, that was hard. Um, yes. So, I don't know, just always want to go to like a underground rap concert i guess probably never will but always will want to see for me it's the opposite i grew up in california and so i grew up near the bay area where okay. everybody's trying to become a rapper so yeah. it felt like anywhere you went there was always like an underground rap show going oh, on. jd yeah. why don't you tell him who you went to high school with oh uh, no uh tyler the creator <laughs> oh, oh that's sick what was he like because i saw he, this one interview he did where he's like really sauce he's so, super weird like yeah. i was a freshman when he was a senior yeah. and he was one of those guys like yeah i want to stay away from him like uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. That but, is funny. Like I'm he just, is kind of an oddball. Uh, yeah, he ended up getting kicked out for some prank he did. <laughs> like, and he just never. Like, I think he actually dropped out of high school. I don't think he ever finished. Like, <laughs> wow, that's nuts. That's pretty cool. He went to high school with him, though. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know him personally, but it was just something. Oh, hey, yeah. I mean, I went to high school with him technically. <laughs> yeah, was he in your same grade? No, he was a senior when I was a freshman. Got it. Okay, got it. So, like. In Cali by Baria, are there a lot of people that are like trying to keep up with the Joneses, if you will? Like, uh, you know, like, because you're kind of flashy. Not where I'm from, Northern California, not Southern. Okay. Uh, Southern, like LA, that's more like sure. okay. where the yeah. money and stuff is. Where in Northern California, once you get past San Francisco, it starts to get more Hickville eventually. But <laughs> yeah. Sacramento is kind of the last stop before that. <laughs> got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. And so it's not really like that. But uh, we actually produce a lot of athletes, it seems like, from that northern part of california like mm. i know six people i went to high school with that are in the mlb right now so wow. <laughs> yeah that's pretty cool uh but that's pretty much the only bragging rights my high school has other yeah. than that it sucked <laughs> no like big football team or anything like that or like? uh we had a couple of players that we produced uh that never really made it but mm. people i played against in the nfl like uh shaq yeah. thompson on the panthers played against him wow uh Devontae booker i played one year at jc with him like mm. so we seem to produce athletes, but then LA is known for everything else. Like, yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the show? It's like the it's like the JUCO football show. Last chance, uh, you. last chance, yeah. you. Yep. Yeah. How similar like was it? You know, playing like because you said one year of JUCO, right? Mm. Like to like maybe that show. Uh, like that. I mean, not very because 
there are some people there, like very few end up actually like making it to the next level. Yeah. But, and then there's a lot of me, people like me who will just ride the bench because they'll take kind of whoever and they'll put them on the team. Does, sure. Doesn't necessarily play. Yeah. Yeah. But it is really fun. in the fact like usually we all end up like living together and then the parties fun. are crazy. Yeah. And, oh, I, uh, <laughs> oh yeah. I'm uh, sure. Yeah. And then there's always those few guys that do make it. And so you try and cheer them on like throughout their career. Like I'm, I'm a Denver Broncos fan. So mm-hmm. the fact that I actually played with Devonte Booker, and he became the Broncos running back for three or four years. I was always trying. I was I was hoping he was going to hit it big, but he just kind of was always mid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but think about it. Being mid in the NFL, how good he was in high school. Like. Oh, <laughs> I mean, the kid must have been unreal, you know, just to get to that level. I think there was like 1% of college athletes or something make it pro. And so if you look in the aggregate, like, you know, a kid starts playing sports, like .00 something percent make mm-hmm. it. Totally. Yeah, yeah, I mean, even just the fact that you guys are playing in college, like that uh, was something I wanted to do and never could. So you guys are a step above me. <laughs> <laughs> we we have guys like you were describing that you know they play all four years. They know they'll never touch the ice, but they love the guys and they love yeah. hanging out at the parties. And you know they're great teammates and they're they're there for the guys that are and they want to win just as bad. So it's it's cool. Yeah, very good teammates because you know some of the guys like Sam said like they might not get the most ice time. And so, but, you know, they're still required to come to games, support the team and be there, right? Show face and help out. But like these guys that, you know, even aren't on the ice, like they care so much about the team. Uh, You know, they're filling up water bottles, you know, getting tape, uh, getting the trainer if somebody needs them, like, you know, running, you know, some errands and just helping out the team with what they need in the moment. Um, So it's really cool that, you know, the UJ hockey's really built a really good camaraderie with players, even if they're not playing. Um, So it's, it's a, very you know it's, it's a great organization yeah it's very well run yeah i mean that's um that's that's one thing i miss about playing sports is that mm. kind of brotherhood you have with your teammates yes like exactly <laughs> yeah oh, that's the best i mean you always say like you know when you look back it's always the locker room that you forget the you locker remember room. the most you know yeah it's, yeah. yeah it's the camaraderie totally yeah it is it is the camaraderie and especially like someone makes a big play on the ice you know big hit everybody just goes crazy and just gets up and energized it's it's cool. Yeah, that camaraderie is definitely there. So do either of you or, like, do either of you believe you or one of the members of on, your, on your team have a shot at the NHL? I would say no. <laughs> no, no, we don't, we don't have anybody uh, that could play in the NHL, unfortunately. Um, one thing that's a cool route, and I don't know if we have any guys that want to do this, but there's loads of opportunity in Europe. And there's loads of levels. So even mm-hmm. if, you know, you could go over there and you might not make a lot of money, but you get your housing covered, you know, you yeah. get to stay there and live there and see Europe, you know, as a young 20s guy. Um, that's a popular route that is definitely open to some guys on the team. Yeah, very popular. And, uh, like, a lot of these guys are really talented. Um, like, went to prep school, you know, played AAA. And AAA is the uh, called Tier 1, um, and that's, like, the highest, you know, league of travel you can play in the U.S., so I mean, those guys are good. Like you know, those you know, those guys go D one. Uh, some of them play in the NHL. Um, so um, you know, very talented group of individuals. Uh, but yeah, I don't think anybody's going to the NHL, unfortunately. From from here, so. I was just every every now and then it's kind of like you hear about like the NFL. Some small kid uh, from yeah. a small school makes it, and so I wasn't sure if they had any of those that could sneak in. Like, <laughs> well, actually, do you remember uh, what was viral? Uh, while ago it was like ACHA to the show. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's. I mean, there's like you said, there's guys from all levels of college hockey that uh, 
that can make that jump. And people develop at different times too. So yeah. you never know. You never know. Yeah, because AC because he did ACHA. Wasn't he like D one or D three? I forget. Uh, ACHA D one. Yeah. Yeah, D one. So yeah, ACHA D one is is pretty good. I think we're trying to go. Yeah, yeah. We're we're members of the the CHF, the College Hockey Federation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So, but yeah, it was funny. Like you, like you can make it to the NHL, like from those like club levels kind of thing. But yeah, pretty rare. Pretty rare. Interesting. So, uh, you're a senior, so you've been here four years. Uh, what? grade were you again yeah i'm a i'm a junior junior okay so you've both been here three or four years uh what's your favorite places to eat in athens well, probably, can, probably ahi, ahi um, yep <laughs> i'll give a big citrero shout out i think it's better than uh chipotle and it crushes barberitos crushes these people that no eat doubt. there i don't yeah. i don't know how they do it it's <laughs> disgusting complete waste of a meal um but yeah citrero's you know small business regional mostly just in georgia so definitely head out there on uh baxter by millage yeah well free citrero's marketing there Yes, yeah. Hopefully, maybe we can get a little kickback. To the yeah. <laughs> them. A little sponsorship. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, if you're listening, hit up the hockey team. Yes. Big fans. <laughs> yes. yes, please do. Yes, we're more than happy to take the sponsorship. Um, yeah, got to be Ahi as well, though. I mean, I'm sure, like, a lot of the guys on the team can attest on how often Sam and I eat Ahi. <laughs> like, it, it actually got to the point where it was almost every day at some point. Yeah, the thing I love yeah. about Ahi, to their credit, is – you know, they have a TV, and they don't just leave it on ESPN. They can go to sports bars, and there'll just be ESPN, but the game might be on TNT. At mm. Ahi, they're working that They TV. find those games. Like, oh, as yeah. you know, the tournament, the games are on, you know, non-traditional sports channels. you got TNT, TBS, and True TV. I mean, I was in there last week at, you know, yeah. 4 o'clock on Thursday, and they got TNT on because that's where the game was. Oh, and yeah. I love it because they're always on it with they're the TV. They're always <laughs> on the ball. And the food, it's like it's healthy. Their poke bowls are amazing, and it's fast. You know what I mean? So it's just, it is perfect. And the lady there were, is so nice. Like, I think she knows us by now. So <laughs> yeah. We've been there so many times. Um, but, yeah, got to be Ahi. I do a lot of DoorDash, but sometimes I'll just pick so up on much. DoorDash. And I was always worried. Like, <laughs> so I, ha- I hated giving my address to, like, all these people. I'm not the best tipper. I mean, of course, I tip every time, but, like, you know, didn't want a crazy driver. So I put my name in as a Shane on yeah. DoorDash. <laughs> so the Ahi lady was getting confused because I'd come in there and just order a Sam if it was myself. But then sometimes I'd do pick up as Shane, and she's like, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> Shane, are you sure? Yeah. How about you, chicken? Like, yeah, yeah. You, you, you know you order a lot when they get confused on what your name is. Like, exactly. Right? exactly. It's like, just pick one, man. Come on. Exactly. One, one thing, you know, if they're listening, um, great with the yum yum in house. I mean, fantastic. Just give you the oh, bottle. Oh, yeah. Give you but the whole bottle. But when you bottle. order to go, you're just not quite getting the same quantity of Stingy. the yum yum. And yeah. it's, a, it's tough. So great product. Love you guys. Just. Pick up the yum yum. <laughs> so, so, we'll s- so we'll say like four point nine instead of five. But if you yeah. give, mm. give me that extra yum yum sauce, it's like a six. Oh out yeah, of five. I don't I presume it's not. You know, I mean, they'll give it out for free, and you know, well, with the bottle. But I mean, they, yeah. they know you guys, so you just got to go in and talk to them about it. Like, just be like, hey, you know, I come here all the time. Like, it's when a you when you when you see Shane, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I gotta tell them about the ones. Yeah, the ones that they the dashers are picking up to double those up. Yes. Yeah. I kind of figured out the system. If you buy three yum. Yum cups on DoorDash, you just get the little three tiny ones. But if you get the fourth one, you get the big like quart size. Okay, so that's yeah. that's for everybody listening. It's do ha- four yum yum hacking the system. So yeah. for those listening, if you have 
any questions about what to order at home, <laughs> come to these guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we're not trying to make this a three-hour episode, but, <laughs> but yeah, we like your questions. <laughs> I know we're rambling. <laughs> uh, so if you guys weren't playing hockey, what sport would you play? Uh, soccer, soccer, for sure, yeah. yeah. Wow, really? Yeah. So are you guys big, uh, you guys watch, like, overseas soccer? Yeah, I'm a huge fan. Um, Zach is, too. Yeah, yeah, I'm big uh, United fan. Oh yeah. Uh, you what, you wait, see, what, you I not like United. You used to hate United. Okay. And then Ten Hag took over. Okay. And I actually really like United now. Right. So, yeah. Of course. Because yeah, they're a, actually like half decent. Yes. Now. No, I really like. I loved the Casemiro signing. I oh, love yes. the resurgence of Marcus Rashford. Yeah. But I'm not a United fan. I'm actually a Newcastle fan. So. Tough. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Sam? I like Leeds. Leeds United. Leeds. Yeah, I love their. I love an underdog and their their story about going into financial restructuring in the early 2000s and Wait. then. Audibly making it back a couple of years ago. Well, yeah. you know, they basically have like the entire U.S. men's national team on their roster. Yeah, yeah, it's oh, a good time awesome. to be a Leeds fan. I was, I was rooting for them when you know in the championship in high school. I used to, you know, try to find a way to stream those. I'm actually like a Napoli fan from Serie A, just because. Uh, Interesting. I was a really big like in 2014. They bank, they went through bankruptcy and did a complete overhaul of how like they evaluated players, and wow. so they're essentially like the money ball of uh, oh, European soccer yeah. to where they started, like, they changed their style to where they don't recruit, like, Italian-style players, like, mm. the way the, – so their coach coaches differently and uh, the way they value players, they bring them in young with potential and cheap and then yeah. sell them off for higher later, like, and it's, yeah. it just really worked. It's like, like, <laughs> it's like what Dortmund does in Germany, really. Totally. Yeah. Totally what Dortmund does. Well, I'm yeah. sure being from the Atlanta area, you guys follow a bit of Atlanta United, right? Yeah, a little bit. For sure, yeah. 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 Absolutely. What do we think of Tiago Almada right he's now? He's nuts. I mean, I give him what, you know, he's definitely leaving this summer. Oh, no yeah, doubt. Enjoy him for probably another 10 games is what I'd say. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. But, yeah, there's there's going to be quite the bidding war for him this summer. But Yeah, definitely could break the MLS record fee, which would be sweet. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, that's what the MLS in general needs to start happening more often mm-hmm. is getting those development players and getting them to where they can sell them off and make money for their yeah. league. Like, <laughs> well, yeah. maybe eventually that turns the MLS from like a development league into like a destination league, yeah. which is yeah. the ultimate goal, according to Don Garber, the MLS commissioner. But yeah, yeah, that totally is. And I mean, especially because I mean, I think it what it's rumored that Messi wanted to play in like Miami or something. Yeah. Right. So like getting him and then like, We've had a lot of big signings in the past. It would be really cool if the MLS in the next 20 years turned into, like, a legit kind of league. Oh, know? it would be great. But, like, my thing about it is we've seen this happen before. Like, David Beckham, yeah. it, he's done at United. He's done at Madrid. I'll go play at LA Galaxy. Retires mm-hmm. within, like, two years. Wayne Rooney comes over. He didn't retire here, but he was way past his prime. Zlatan yeah. didn't either, but he was also way past his prime. Yeah. And then Gareth Bale comes over, and Don Garber's like, we have all these old guys, but nah, we're not a retirement league. And then the next day, Gareth Bale retires. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, they need to keep looking at this point to grab guys that are still in the prime of their careers. You're not going to get, you know, guys from the top five leagues and the top teams, but mm-hmm. guys like Sebastian Drusi and Austin coming over after playing at Zenit in Russia, which is, you know, a good team that plays European football and getting him in his prime of his career. You know, just take a step back at guys, you know, 
more mid-level guys in Europe and bring them over. Well, and I was like, I think another key thing is if we start developing more Americans into the European leagues, yeah. eventually we'll have more of a voice to try to reshape how they do the Champions League instead of having it by continent to getting it to where oh, a Champion League that's actually like the best in the world kind of thing. Because yeah. that's yeah. the biggest problem is their Champions League already includes the best in the world. So they have no motivation to I include see. like MLS, whereas... Yeah. If that were to change, then all of a sudden coming to MLS is no longer, uh, okay, well, totally. even if yeah. we make Champions League, we're not going to play against the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. One, one thing on that note is they're actually expanding the FIFA Club World Cup, so up to 24 teams. So it should be a bigger tournament for the co- best teams in multiple continents. Yeah, um, that would be great. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, you, you have like you have the UEFA Champions League, which is Real Madrid and Man City and Bayern Munich and Napoli. I'm literally just listing Champions League finalists right now. <laughs> yeah. And then you have the CONCACAF Champions League, which is like MLS champion Seattle Sounders when they're good versus Monterey? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And traditionally, we get dominated by the Mexican teams, yeah. too, Yeah, in that competition. Yeah, I was like, I remember looking up the rankings and like the Mexican League is actually like, significantly higher on uh, FIFA's like overall league oh, rankings wow. compared to MLS like <laughs> yeah MLS certainly has a long way to go but yeah, yeah you guys' soccer knowledge is pretty impressive considering yeah. you guys play hockey oh he's yeah. he's the soccer but. guy like i really i know the bare minimum to like talk about Marcus Rashford for example but i mean like Sam's definitely the soccer guy out of us both, for yeah. sure. It's it's the, the easier major. We always joke that, like, Tuesdays, <laughs> Zach will be studying screaming at his computer, and I'll be, you know, <laughs> watching soccer all afternoon. <laughs> yeah, it's happened a few times. I have more screaming at my computer <laughs> yeah. to do as soon as we leave here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so is there anything else that you guys want to say to the listeners before we wrap it up here? Um, I mean, come out and watch the Ice Dogs. It's a great product. It's a lot of fun. And we put out a good show, and we're super active with the fans. And you can come and talk yeah. to us, and we'll see you after. And we do a lot of giveaways and all sorts of sweet stuff. So definitely uh, support us. We appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, that. And also, I mean, thank you. Big thank you to you guys having us on. You know, really nice you. Um, and uh, really enjoyed it. I and mean, this was a great, great interview. So Yeah, I mean, this was real fun. Uh, yeah. Hopefully we'll have you back and do this again sometime. Yeah, I would love to, man. Yeah, yeah, very, very enjoyable. Thank you guys for coming out. Again, this is Zach Maurer and Sam Adler here with us on the Damn Good Dogcast. Thank you guys for listening, and we will see you next time.